and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. Uh, my name is Zach Webb, and with me as always is my co-host, one of my best friends, uh, Marshall Brook. Yo! Hey, Marshall. Um, have you ever met Beethoven? <sighs> no. Yeah. I thought about it. Yeah. I, I was doing the whole Bill and Ted thing back in high school. Yeah? Where you smoked a lot of weed? Uh, where, uh, where, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's all, that's all they did in that movie, right? I think so. I don't know. Socrates was there. Socrates. Yeah, Socrates was there. Uh, Shout Beethoven, out to Socrates. Beethoven was there? Beethoven was there. Yeah, was Beethoven so. there? Yeah, 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 because they go to Vienna at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. he's playing, like, the little fancy, uh, like, dinner party. Whatever the royal elite did back then, right? And then they just grab him. They're like, "You're coming with us, motherfucker!" Oh, that's right, because he likes the uh, he likes the heavy that they play. Yeah, I think at one point he gets a guitar. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's in that movie. So yeah, uh, yeah. I've met Beethoven. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. See, I was wondering. I was thinking like Beethoven was kind of like Santa Claus, or like the <laughs> Easter Bunny. You know, it was just like something. It's just, Beethoven was just your parents. Yeah, like Beethoven <laughs> was just my parents this whole time. Like you know, Ode to Joy. You know, like that was definitely written by like my mom. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just thought it was something where it's like, oh, you really appreciate music, or you're gonna go deaf. You know, like that sort of thing. Because <laughs> that's that's uh, that's why Beethoven went deaf, notably. Yeah, deaf. Yeah. Uh, notably, uh, was uh, his his disrespect for music. Yeah, and his dad just kept hitting him on the ears. He's like, "You gotta listen. You gotta pay attention to this shit." And then he just kept hitting him on the ears. And then Beethoven was like, "I fucking hate this." And then later he's like, "Oh God, if only I would have known." <laughs> Like this shit would have been so much easier, bit so much easier. <laughs> if I could hear it, if I could hear it, you know. Uh, Johann Sebastian Beethoven. Yeah, is it? Is it? Have we been pronouncing it wrong this whole time? Is it like Beethoven? Beethoven. Beethoven. It's a Beethoven. Ooh, it's where you cook your uh, your roasts. It's a Beethoven. Man, I should have saved that for our Arby's episode. Oh. I've been like, oh, it's a track by this guy named Beeth <laughs> Beethoven. That would have been great like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Real it's quick. It's like when uh, it's like when you uh, you win arguments that you had in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I also like beef instead of beef. Yeah. 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 Beef. Yeah. It's like yeah. A, it's it's beef but beef broth. <laughs> you know that you use for stock for cooking yeah. beef broth. Just like someone ha- like has a <laughs> thick heavy accent. They're like, oh, you look at the beef broth. You know. You yeah. ever met a person from another culture? <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you? No, Greg Abbott put up a big wall around us. Uh, yeah, so that's a that's a bummer. This podcast is evergreen. No one knows when we're recording these episodes ever at all. Yeah. But no matter who you evergreen. voted for. <laughs> no matter who you voted for, thanks for joining us, guys, here on the podcast. Uh, each week, Marshall and I, we uh, tell you- Discuss things that uh, were unresolved for us. Yeah. Even though we had plenty of time to talk on the day before getting on the podcast. Come up with jokes for episodes that are already out, you know? Like, that's that's us. We're really good at that. Each week, Marshall and I take a selected theme, and we make a playlist of songs based around that theme. Uh, We also got fun segments uh, uh, before and after. Uh, And also, we do uh, one segment each uh, week where we talk about what beers we're drinking. Hey, hey Marshall, 
What do you, what do you got over there? Let me pe- let me peep that can. Let me let me see. Ooh, okay. What you got cooking in that kitchen? So the first thing I'm going to do is I am going to get this entire beer. The whole beer is covered in a koozie right now. Yeah. I'm trying to see how many ounces it is, but I can't through the koozie. Um, but the whole beer is covered in a koozie, and I'm sliding it out so that it's you a, can see. It's a cozy koozie. That it's actually um, a really big can of Bud Light. Yeah, that's a big boy. Yeah, and it's blue. Um, blue, the um, the <laughs> same color of the Navi from the Avatar movie. <laughs> Avatar two, check it out, James yeah. Cameron. Avatar two, <laughs> goat. Goat. <laughs> it's just they got one. <laughs> Uh, what are you drinking, Zach? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm drinking something in the uh, familiar family. Um, you know, they're they're brothers. That you know, um, you know, it's uh, it's one of these nice fire truck red uh, 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 Budweisers. Oh, it, so he's the older brother because he's Budweiser then. Yeah, right? then the Bud Light. Mm-hmm. You know, I. Uh, it's weird uh, drinking a tall boy. You know. Yeah. Because uh, most of the time we either drink like the little tiny guys. You know, and this this is like the ah, this is the tender swindler of drinks. You know, this it's is, just so tall. It's so you know, it seems so mature. <laughs> it's so butch and masculine. You yeah. know, I'm holding one of these, and I'm like, I just want to go pour some concrete. Yeah, punch a tree, maybe eat some raw beef. Yeah, jerk off onto a fish. Yeah, in the back of my Ford F three fifty. Yeah, because it's jacked up. Yeah, but that's what we're drinking. Cheers. Um, yeah, cheers, Marshall. You know, at some point we're gonna drink better stuff. Oh my god, yeah. So uh we we normally have like cases or six packs of beer, um, whatever Zach has at home, but I contribute sometimes. Oh yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> but uh we're just uh, so we have normal sized beers, but uh, this week we really splurged. We got a headphone splitter and Zach got some over the ear headphones. Yeah, so uh, now both of us can listen yeah, to it's what not this just, sounds like. It's not just me with headphones on <laughs> looking at Zach across the room um, <laughs> as I stare off into space. So uh, a chunk of our beer budget, our beers today cost like four fifty total or something like that for the two of them. Um, it's and, a good get. It's yeah, a good get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so our first segment uh, for today, uh, Marshall, it's a new segment. Uh, a lot of new segments we got. We uh, uh, are constantly creating new content for you guys because we care for now. Yes, for now. And then at some point when we make enough of it, it's just going to be recycled and reused, you know, because uh, we're professionals, goddammit. Uh, so our first segment is called Kill Your Darlings. And uh, so I requested that both Marshall and I uh, grab uh, a handful of our favorite albums, text the other person what those albums are, and then each of us looks up bad reviews on those albums. So uh, uh, I have three from Zach. Zach has three from me. Yeah. Uh, uh, So the three I have for you are Pinback by Pinback. Uh Uh-huh. Wildlife by La Dispute. La Dispute. La Dispute. <laughs> I'm really good at this reading shit. And then uh, Sleeping Through the War by All Them Witches. All Them Witches, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, um, two of those albums I would say are for sure on my list of favorite albums of all time. The Wilderness by La Dispute. Uh, I've just been listening. Or the Wildlife. The I think it's, uh, yeah, Wildlife. <laughs> The album whose name I totally know by yeah. La Dispute. Uh, they've just been real heavy in my rotation this year for whatever reason, and I just felt like uh, I had to include them in the mix. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I also thought that it would be really easy for you to find a review that just roasts them. I did. 
<laughs> good yeah, yeah yeah i was like i was like oh man of all the bands i listen to law dispute's gonna be the easiest one for people to just like be like these guys suck yeah. um <laughs> uh so a lot of these uh reviews i found were on uh, uh rate your music where people get online uh and uh <laughs> they uh they have opinions about music and they want to let you know about them. Yeah, uh, I ended up actually also using um, that same website you told me about it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes this really easy. Yeah, it makes it a whole um, lot easier. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so check them out if you really want to tell other people. I, I don't know who would browse this website other than people in the exact situation that we were yeah. in. Um, but if you really want to tell people how you feel. They also they had a section for movies, too, which oh, I right. guess you could do IMDb. Yeah. But, um, you know, they have that, too. Yeah, rate your movies, rate your, rate your music, rate your kids. <laughs> this guy's got a shitty kid over here. So which album do you, are you doing first? Well, I'm going to lead it off with uh, uh, Pinback by Pinback. Okay, okay. Because uh, I couldn't find a whole lot of bad ones about it. Yeah, it's you a know? really good album. Yeah, so, so I have uh, one from uh, uh, Bear of Sand uh, <laughs> from November 30th, 2017. It's a one and a half star review. Uh, the album- what this fucker say about Pinback, bro? Well, uh, here's here's what he has to say. Uh, bear of sand. Um, I guess sand uh, bears don't really chill out in the sand, so that's why it makes it clever. Right? Is that clever? <laughs> you decide. Tweet at us. Let us know if it's clever or not. Bear of sand says this album's <laughs> about as one note as you can get. Each song blending into the next like a fever dream. It's a nice sound, don't get me wrong, but there's no different, uh, differentiation uh, here, and it gets a bit too stale as you hit the back end. Loro and Crutch are probably the two least forgettable songs. It's nice, mellow, but nothing too exciting is going on here. Now, I be- before you launch in, because I can see your face, and I can see you fuming, you know, and, may- and I'm regretting <laughs> this segment because you're going to hit me. But uh, <laughs> I mean, then you're going to hit me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I just it's weird because it's like this doesn't read like a one like and a half star review. Like the lot of dispute ones get pretty heavy. Like this one is like I would say it's like a two and a half. Yeah, he said there were things he liked about it. He said yeah. that he said that he, he liked parts of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was just like, oh man, how good is your life? <laughs> if this is a one and a half, you know. And the context that I give Pinback is they're the band that I want to listen to uh, when I'm sad and low energy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't need a whole lot of complex shit. Yeah, right. You don't need every song to be a new, new journey into the unknown. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, just, uh, just nice. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, and and they it's like sad comfort food. And I think they do a really good job of having a lot of different uh, ideas and tones and things in yeah. their songs. Um, so fuck you, Sam Bear. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no Sam Bear, tweet me at uh, at 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 ear drunk. <laughs> Bear of sand, Marshall. We don't. <laughs> All right. So there was a bunch of different ones for La yeah, Dispute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, naturally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I did have, I, I had one that's pretty, uh, uh, pretty snarky. Uh, <laughs> you know, it really sucks. Like when I'm like, oh, I should like read all their like names and handles and shit, you know? And then I go, oh, fuck, I can't read, you know? Oh, I thought. <laughs> uh, uh, so this one's by Silith Crow, uh, December 3rd, 2011. 
uh, one star. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's rare that I give a less than two star <laughs> to uh, review to an album. I rate based on my enjoyment of an album, and I usually know myself well enough to pick out music that I'll at least get something out of. This happened instead. <laughs> After track one, wow, great music and very different vocal style. This is kind of cool. After track three, oh, so he's going to be rambling like that for this whole disc? <laughs> is this just one long whiny rant? Yeah. After track five, <laughs> how many tracks are left on this thing? <laughs> Oh, sweet Jesus. Zach went cross-eyed when he said that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget they can't see that, but that was just for you. Uh, it was my little ear tug towards the, the camera. Uh, uh, maybe if I just pretend it's a parody. <laughs> After track seven, the backing band is, some, uh, is playing some solid stuff. So why don't they just politely tell this man... To shush. <laughs> After track nine. Look, I suffered a lot in middle school slash high school. I used to use music to try and express some of that range. Much of it was definitely rolls. <laughs> definitely rolls some eyes with hindsight. Nine inch nails, glass jaw, corn. Who doesn't <laughs> love a good corn? <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. I guess then... I'm understanding all of those finding a connection with these melodramatic turds. For you, I will stick it out to the end, and I will finish this as an honest try. After track 14. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. I'm not mad at all about this compared to the pinback one. Right, Um, right. I love this. So it's like I found so many that were just like dunking on them, you know, just like, you know, just like being so mean. But this one, just because he went track by track, like just kept (laughs) skipping. Yeah, just kept skipping tracks. Uh, After track 14. Phew, that was torturous, but I made it. Time to outs this from my iTunes. Uh, by the way, I found some strange similarity between the guy's voice and the vocalist from Project 86, of which I've only heard their album Drawing Black Lines. I don't know why he thought he needed to put that PS in there. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, um, so, so what I will say is insofar as everything they said about it being a whiny middle school album, that's 100% correct. Right. It's right, a right. whole bunch It's a whole bunch of just like, uh, I, melodramatic was a good word for, for these. Um, so the thing about it, Zach, and you and I have discussed this uh, previously, where, where I don't do, um, I don't process lyrics right away. That's not how I listen to music. Right. Um, I, I call it a uh, byproduct of alcohol, weed, and Black Sabbath. <laughs> uh, where I'm there primarily for like the the instrumentation, and to me, the vocals oftentimes are just like another layer in that. Sure. Um, and so I got really one of the reasons I like Law Dispute a lot is um, they do they don't really hit choruses and verses and things like that. He just kind of like writes, I mean, a ramble, <laughs> um, and just kind of goes. 
Um, and I like that it's not necessarily like instrumentally, you might have more of a structure. You'll have, you'll have, um, you know, you'll come back to choruses and verses and things like that. But, yeah. but, but, uh, I like that the vocals are always doing something different throughout the song mm. or I say different. I mean, he's just like wine screaming. Yeah. Um, uh, wine with an H. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> I just like that album a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's a really great album. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to quote Jeff Bridges in that movie where he's a, a dude. That's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're just an asshole. Even honestly, not even that big of an asshole. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah, yeah. I like yeah. the step by step. You know, he, he gave it an honest try. And and what I want to, I'm interested in this one because I know you like this next album as well. Yes, I do. And it was I didn't think about that when I sent it, but I thought about it a lot since I sent it. Oh yeah, I love this album. Uh, it was hard to find a bad review about yeah, it because All Them Witches is so good. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, but here's uh, here's one by Rupert X from <laughs> March 13th, 2017. Now, Marshall, this is a three star album. Three out of five. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so they gave it three stars. But uh, just uh, Rupert X, he's not holding anything back in the opening statement of this review. Yeah. Okay. So let me hit you with it. Let me hit you. Um, definitely a case of sleeping through the studio sessions. <laughs> For the album, Sleeping yeah, Through the yeah. War. He was just like, bam, got this zinger. Is, got uh, this out there. Out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Here... Nashville Coven, All Them Witches, hone a a mystifying album of muddled proportions. (laughs) They cycle through the various styles, psychedelic, stoner, desert rock, etc., but with little in the way of conviction, and the vocals are devoid of consistency. Rather than forceful, they float crumbstakingly, (laughs) crumbtastically, it's some word, Marshall, (laughs) towards the eternal crappiness of Kurt Vile. Am I Going Up represents the high point of the record. After that, it's all the way down into garbled, grungy despair. I'm so sad for this man. Yeah. Rupert, Rupert yeah. X. Rupert X. So I, get, I, I work, can understand why he has an X. I worked a production gig once where I was camera switcher, and mm-hmm. this other guy was, I don't know, doing something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and I just it was right after we'd seen uh, uh, all them witches at Club Dada. After we saw them with Primus and Mastodon. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and so I had just come in. Uh, I was super hyped on the concert. Talked about how I saw them. Was super stoked. And this guy's like, "Man, they suck live." And I was like, "What?" what? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, the only time he had seen them was when they opened for Primus Mastodon, or Primus and Mastodon, and they were in this huge venue that they don't have the kit for, and all this other stuff. Yeah. And like, and like, I was just like, "Bro, you don't know what the fuck you 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 work production. You should understand that it's like the opener for the opener. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of times, it's just not going to be kitted for the big venue if you're at a big venue. Like, right? I don't know. Well, and they it's, they didn't have that much time to play. Right? Yeah. You know? I, anyways, uh, they played like a super short set. These people don't know what they're talking about. Uh, <laughs> you need to listen to all them witches. Uh, Zach also yeah. sent me three bands. Yeah. Uh, three albums. Uh, yeah. uh, they are The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust by David Bowie. Mm-hmm. This Old Dog by Mac DeMarco. Ooh-hoo. And Blood on the Cracks. Tracks. Yeah, I wrote that weird. <laughs> <laughs> and Blood on the Tracks by Bob Dylan. Blood on the Cracks is my favorite movie, Marshall. <laughs> my favorite album. 
Um, so I'm just going to take it from the top. Uh, Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the easiest one because there were so many reviews of it. Oh, yeah. It was just like I could just keep scrolling until I found one. Um, mm-hmm. I, I imagine it was. And also, it's just such a weird album, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Night Wrath, December 6th. 2011. <laughs> so not like a first pressing review, didn't <laughs> they took their time with it. So, what is one supposed to expect out of this album? Some catchy melodies, some decent arrangements, <laughs> an unspectacular and flatly presented story? <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> Moon Age Daydream, hang on to yourself and suffer in suffragette city are three shining moments, if you could call them that. So it's not a total blunder. (laughs) But the rest of the album is pretty much just a load of terribly saturnine, conformist, corny as fuck 70s pop rock. How could anybody possibly find inspiration in this is beyond me. Most overrated album of all time. Most overrated album of all time. I like how he posed the question just to answer it in the next... Two stars. Yeah, two stars. Two stars, I know, right? Surprising. Most... Oh, God, yeah. That was so much more brutal than so many of the one-star reviews I found. And it was way more fun to read than most of them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I would have to disagree with... uh, What's this guy's name? Uh, Moondog? What was it? Uh, uh, Night Wrath. Night Wrath. Yeah. I I don't necessarily agree. I definitely... uh, would say like uh, Moon Age Daydream and Suffragette City are like great songs, but it's like, I mean, there's also just like from start to finish, it's, <laughs> it's a, a great dope album. album. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I was it's, like, Five Years is like a great like um, uh, uh, opening number to just like how like uh, <laughs> how the world's ending, you know, and everything just seems like a futile gesture at this point. So um, and then closing it out with Rock and Roll Suicide. So okay, so when you uh, when we were talking about this earlier, when you like presented the songs, mm-hmm. um, uh. When you stood in an alleyway and flashed our songs at each other, um, yeah. you were like, I think this old dog is going to be the easiest one to roast out of these. Mm-hmm. Um, and this old dog was by far the hardest. Oh. Because there was the fewest reviews, mm-hmm. and a lot of the negative reviews were just like, it just sounds like Mac DeMarco. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking inspired. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the insight. I hate how Mac DeMarco just sounds way too much like Mac DeMarco. Um, well, like I, I, uh, I, I feel that because in the Sleeping with the War, it was the same sort of thing. It like there weren't a whole lot of reviews on it, and then there are also like the ones that were on there were pretty, pretty decent. Yeah, but like I, I think also I, I just thought it would be the easiest just for the amount of times I say like people ask me, oh, what's your favorite like band or oh, artist? Yeah. I go Mac DeMarco, and they go, really? Yeah, yeah. You know? People are uh, my brother. My brother, who's a lawyer, keeps asking me. He's just like, uh, Zach, you like Mac DeMarco? I'm like, yeah. He's like, why? <laughs> like, he'll, he'll be like, I've listened to the music. I just don't get it. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You don't have <laughs> the crazy thing about art. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so the album that I got, um, um, it says, I guess you can title these, and not everyone does the title. Oh, sure. So it's sure, in, like sure. bold text above the rest of the body. Oh, wow. Um, it says, oh, wait, so this is a Jeremy Carrington, May 5th, 2017. <laughs> Jeremy Carrington. Jeremy Carrington. <laughs> Max Worst 
album. That's the bold text at the top, all lowercase. Oh, no. Um, In this album, Mac DeMarco takes away everything that made his past efforts enjoyable. The funness is gone. By stripping back his music and taking more of a slow, acoustic, and serious approach, we are only left with some indistinguishable wallpaper folk pop. Two stars. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, I understand this guy's sentiment, because it's like, on this album, he does do more of a, a, like like more self introspection and other stuff like that. Like, you know, there's a, um, there's a song old man, uh, or, uh, looks like I'm seeing more of my old man. That one always hits me hard. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, for sure. But it's like, it's, it's a song where it's like, Oh no, like he's growing up as an artist, you know? And Mm -hmm. so it's like the, the, the fun shit he was making a while ago. Isn't what's in his life right now. It's not always my first Mac DeMarco album to put on, but all of my favorites are off of it. Yeah. Um, that's how I see it. And plus um, there's some, there's some pretty, uh, uh, you know, fun, fun. Oh yeah. No, I mean, it's still Mac DeMarco. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was, that was people's biggest complaint when I was going through these <laughs> reviews was that it's still Mac DeMarco, um, yeah. <laughs> which I love. Yeah. Um, but I get it. There's, there's like some like super sad ones that don't necessarily deal with like, uh, relationship love. Yeah. If that makes any sense. You yeah. Know, which like, is uh, a thing that we don't discuss in American culture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, I know I mentioned it on the Arby's episode about um, uh, Moonlight on the River, which is a great song. But then there's also uh, a song called Watching Him Fade Away. And that's just, like, Mac DeMarco singing with, like, a a keyboard. And Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, it's a very sad song. Yeah. I I think anybody who deals with losing a loved one through, like, um, through poor health, like, would very much relate to that song and feel like yeah, an emotional absolutely. connection to it. But you know, I get this dude, you know, like he just wants to fucking fucking chug a this beer, guy wants- smoke a blunt, and then he wants to shove a drumstick up Mar- Mac DeMarco's ass. Like that's what he wants. Yeah. That's what he wants. Yeah. You know? And that makes sense. Well you know, if there's one thing I've always said is that it's always about Jeremy Carrington. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that since I knew you, Zach. It always goes back to it. Uh, it's it's all about him. It's all about so. him. He is the way. Jeremy um, Carrington. Jeremy Carrington. Uh, so I hope I have you're one doing last, well, buddy. I have one last one. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Blood on the Cracks by Bob Dylan. Yeah, his most crackiest album. Um. So this is by Stilton, uh, September thirtieth, two thousand and eight. Also not an original pressing. Okay. The most swearing I've done all year was while listening to this record, which is tedious and has fuck-awful words. (laughs) Look, just because the guy knows how to use a rhyming dictionary doesn't make him the the greatest lyricist since Pindar. Time is a jet plane. It moves too fast. Whoa, that's fucking deep. Because, like, jets, they're really fast. Yeah? Someone wrote this? Man, this guy blows my mind. One star. (laughs) Wow, that's fucking deep. Because, like, Jets, they're really fast. Yeah. (laughs) I told you I found, uh, I, uh, 
I, I ended up looking up ones on this one, even though I had found a Bob Dylan one previously. This one blew that one out of the water. This was such a good roast. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh it, it was, was good. so good. I think uh, I think that guy was pretty upset about a lot of things other than Bob Dylan. Um, <clears throat> I I understand the sentiment of being like, yeah, planes do go fast, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. See, that's the thing. It's so factual. You know, you could say, yeah, it's dumb, but it's like right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sorry Bob Dylan wasn't really his thing, but, you know, I'm sure he has something out there <laughs> that he enjoys, you know, like uh, maybe this guy's big on Fortnite. I think maybe he listens to a lot of Limp Biscuit. He does that thing where you put hooks in your back and hang from the ceiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be sure to tweet at Earshot. <laughs> what Every the time name you do of that, that. Is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Right. And I'm sure, I'm sure you won't get uh, taken down at all because uh, it's just jokes, you know. It's just jokes. Uh, <laughs> Marshall, I think it's time for us to actually start our main segment. Uh, uh, to to play our playlist. Uh, that we've created for each other. Uh, so, real quick, I always like to just clarify, because mm-hmm. we do it the same every single week. Um, oh, thank you for going uh, The same the way that we did last week. Yes, um, and the week before. And the, and the week before. Uh, so this time, uh, we are going to each uh, present a song from our playlist. Uh, so I'll present a song. Or, or do you want to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay, I'll present a song. Yeah. And then you'll present a song. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go back and forth until we've done it five times each. Ten songs total. Our playlists are available on Spotify. They're available on Spotify. Let us know which one you like more. We got a poll going. We <laughs> got a poll. Yeah. The, uh, the, 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 the one with less likes is to walk into it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hate walking into that poll. <laughs> Why does it smell so bad, Marshall? The blood. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We don't wash it. Yeah, we don't. Uh, so this week's playlist is uh, themed, uh, Beethoven would hate this. Yeah, Beethoven. Beethoven, Beethoven, Johann Sebastian Beethoven would hate this. Yeah. And uh, Marshall, do you have a lot of familiarity with uh, Be- Beethoven? There are different periods of times in my life where I've listened to a lot of classical music. Um, yeah. I do enjoy it a lot. Um, but like the story at all? Anything? Uh, so this is like Beethoven the dog? Yeah, we're. This was supposed to be about Beethoven the dog, right? The big. Oh man. Well, okay. So big, big Saint Bernard. Yeah. Good news. Uh, my dog only listens uh, to to classical music. Uh, ah, ironically, yeah. She yeah. spins when she's spinning records at the club. Yeah. So. Yeah, I forget your dog has that job. So. <laughs> so my first song that Beethoven would hate is called yeah. uh, "Somebody." Somebody. Yeah, two words. Somebody. Oh, okay. Uh, it's by, uh, I tried to run away when I was six, but I got too scared to cross the street. <laughs> That's the name of the band? And the album. And the album. <laughs> and the album, yes. <laughs> so they went They went band, album, and also, wait. They don't have a song called that. On the oh, album. okay. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't Bad Company, m- Bad Company, Bad Company. Yeah, what a missed opportunity. Yeah, so it's, uh, I tried to run away when I was six, and then in a parenthetical, uh, but got too scared to cross the street. Ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it came out in 2014. Wait, what's their anagram? 
I T T R A W. Oh my God! It's nine eleven. <laughs> um, we solved it. So, like I just said, I I I don't listen to a lot of Beethoven anymore, and I haven't taken a like music history class in in probably eight or nine years at this point. So so uh, uh, bear in mind that a lot of what I say tonight may be infactual about my my notions on what Beethoven may or may not like, or what he did or didn't do. As um, are mine. I based it more off of. Uh, uh, Beethoven and uh, Bill and Ted. Okay, good. That version um, of him. <laughs> the one I met. Um, the one you met, yeah. So anyways, now now let me read what I wrote that sounds very confident. Um, Beethoven had a masterful hand in weaving together complex but complementary sounds and melodies into these beautiful orchestral movements. Yeah. I think that that's accurate. I think that sounds right. I know, right? It, sounds, it was a pretty grandiose sentence, huh? Uh, say, say it in a British accent. <clears throat> or Beethoven had a master... <laughs> It sounded really smart. It sounded really smart when he talked like that. Um, so he would hate this song. Yeah. Okay. Because this song is like the epitome of like simplicity peeled back nothing. Mm. Um, it's like uh, it's so for the, the, the genre I wrote hipster bullshit because um, it's literally just an acoustic guitar. No percussion. No, no synth. No, not just an acoustic guitar. Um, and two very wispy, ghostly voices kind of like doing harmonizing things together over the top of it. Oh, okay. It's a, it's very pretty. Yeah. Um um and it's it just it's it's like it's like the guitar plays two chords and then it gets to like a chorus section and it plays the same two chords but it's like hitting them double time. Mm-hmm. It's going from da da to like da 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 da. da. <laughs> it's 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 very simple. Yeah. Um and and he'd be pissed off cuz he's like I want more. He'd be pissed off cuz he would think this is like this is like tavern music. Yeah. He's like, I work for the orchestra. <laughs> I have no time for your lutes and your bards. I don't know why I went uh, medieval. You on went it. too far back. Yeah. Too far back. We gotta get him back, Marty. That's a different time travel movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so somebody by I tried to run away when I was six, but I got scared to cross the street. What's your first song, Zach? Uh, my first song uh, is a, a song by a band that you and I have both seen live, actually. Uh, it is, I, I don't think you and I knew who these guys were at the time. Oh, word. Uh, but uh, it is Call This Number Now by The Garden. Uh, the Garden, Garden is the uh, two brothers. It's just two brothers. <laughs> and they opened for Mac DeMarco and Flaming Lips. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. They're, they're two twin brothers, uh, and uh, one of them plays bass, and one of them plays uh, Are they drums. identical twins? Yeah, pretty much, but oh. they look, they kind of like dress very differently, dye their hair oh, different oh, colors fair. and something yeah. like that. Um, but the song's called uh, Call This Number Now. Which I love this song because it starts off like it's like a really super hardcore, like uh, like a hardcore like metal like like screamo song. But it gets into this like groove where it's like super funky, and they have like a uh, like this like brass like instrument. I don't want to say it's like a trumpet or a saxophone because they're constantly like pitch shifting it. <laughs> Hell yeah! So it's like it, it's very disorienting when you listen to like the first like. Ten, like you know five to ten seconds and then it just goes into this weird groove while you have this like you know like in the background i think it would just be like a very confusing experience for him the whole time <laughs> where it's like one of those things where it's like he's like it's like kind of like being on a boat at sea it's like and you don't have your sea legs 
you know, <laughs> yeah, so you're yeah. just kind of like, it's normal, but you keep stumbling over shit. And I feel like he would just get so frustrated with with that, like, just as, like, his, like, you know, as he's listening and shit like that. And then also, I think he would be very, like, upset by the, co- like, the context of that he doesn't know what a phone is. And so he can't call a number because he just does not get that concept. And he would just be very like, I don't, I don't understand any of this. And then from that lack of understanding, you know, he would really be like, I fucking hate this. Well, it's just stop. You know? <laughs> Please. Uh, but yeah, that's my first song. Marshall, what's your second song? <sighs> uh, without a doubt, this is the worst song on this playlist. Ooh. Um, it is a song called Freaks by Broken Side. <laughs> um, they're a 2008 crunkcore band. Um, so, like, a girl I had a crush on in, like, probably the eighth grade, like a scene girl, uh, she loved this band. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to this band. Yeah, And, oh, girl. my God, the second I started listening to this band, I, like, did not want to talk to her anymore. <laughs> I was like, you like this. It's like other crunkcore bands, like the biggest crunkcore, that would be, like, 303, I guess. Yeah. Um, Marshall, to be clear, this is the song every time I ask you, hey, Marshall, put it on the worst song in the world. You this play- is my least favorite song. Yeah, but you play this one every time I ask that question, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it starts, um, it starts with kind of like a synth pad, but like the kind of synth pad where you push one key and it has a whole bunch of pre-programmed shit into the synth pad already. So it's like you push it and it just goes like starts making all these beep boopy sounds and all this shit for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and while it's doing that, just like a dance beat comes in, (laughs) um, and, and there's just this guy doing like post hardcore, like vocal fry screams, uh, the whole time, uh, where, where they're over the hook, which is like, let's get freaky now. Let's get fucking freaky now. Just super auto tuned. Um, and this guy's just like, um, (laughs) It's really rough. It's really, really rough. And that's not the worst part of the song. It was it was rough enough to ruin any hopes you had dating that girl, Marshall. (laughs) It's the song the song hurts people. And it's like it's like it gets so much worse because then it gets to the part where the other guy's rapping. Oh yeah, I forgot it's crunkcore. Yeah, and while he's rapping while he's rapping, uh, uh his friend is still screaming and shit oh no um, and then it comes back into that same chorus of like super auto-tuned let's get freaky now let's get fucking freaky now with this guy just screaming over it yeah um and then the music video makes it even worse because you just see these like scene guys with super swoopy straightened hair and like is it is that weird, all white like, solid color or is it like patterns? no no they've got different parts of it like bleached into uh. like that weird like not fully bleached but kind of like blondish bleached area and and yeah. and, and, and and there's like um <sighs> I don't know if it's a furry thing. I've never known if it's a furry thing, but there is a guy in a big pig suit just dancing. This is all happening out the back of like a 12 passenger van. Um, it's it's really just pathetic and sad and, and, and not endearing at all. Um, um, and so you're saying they had a budget. So my assumption is, is no matter Beethoven's taste in music, um, when put parallel to my taste in music, no matter where it does and does not align, I think that he would agree with me that this is the worst song. Yeah. <laughs> based, on, based on the the fact that I have heard this song before, and um, I, I know just the human race, uh, uh, I think any 
uh, person would hate this song. How this song got made in the first place, I don't even know. It's really one of the more tragic things that I saw when I was uh when I was looking this up and adding it to this playlist was I accidentally clicked on the broken oh no I clicked on the broken side page because I wanted to see what year it came out two thousand eight was sure. when it came out it came out on their EP, um, <laughs> and uh, uh when I clicked on uh their page it was just like broken side featured on and it showed all of these like playlists where people are actively putting these songs on the playlist and I don't know if their other music is as bad as this song but this song is really bad and it was like their single it was like their hit so well and also you never know if um someone's going to put a um like a playlist together ironically that's true because i do that shit all the time that's true i was like i i have a playlist on my on my account that just says help me i'm trapped in middle school (laughs) and it's not even the songs that i necessarily like or listen to all the time but i'm like oh yeah i remember these days you know (laughs) yeah taking back this sunday with (laughs) with with afi Jesus. All right. Well, What's your next song, Zach? So the uh, next song that I picked uh, was The Cage by Death Grips. <laughs> Death Grips. I love Death Grips. They're a great band. So Death Grips, Death Grips rules. Um, um, I'm not as familiar with them as I should be, but uh, I do have a distinct memory of uh, my cousin Josh walking up to me one day. And Josh used to make all these little beat boopy beats, and he would send them to me on all these different softwares. Uh, well, he would make them on different software, I think, and send them to me. I don't sure. know. But uh, I remember one day, uh, he just walked up to me, and he just goes, Dude, so uh, I started listening to Death Grips unironically, and I like them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, cool. cool. <laughs> good yeah. move. Good, good choice. Yeah. Now, I love Death Grips. Uh, for anybody unfamiliar, uh, I looked up their, like, genre tags and it's like industrial hip hop and like noise and like some other uh fancy names but uh pretty much they're like a three-piece band uh they have a uh an mc they have a uh drummer and they have a uh somebody on synth and a lot of it is they use like very complex noise and kind of create like rap songs like around it but I would definitely say it's like very like riot music. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like I don't know. I always feel like this is the song to break shit to you know, with most of their songs. You know? It's yeah, yeah. And this uh, this song is off the album uh, Money Store, which I believe is their first album. Uh, and it's really great. It's got plenty of great tracks on this, but this one, the cage just starts off with like so many, uh, 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 sort of like laser noises. And I feel like Be- uh, Beethoven would really, really hate lasers cause he doesn't know what they are yet. Right. Yeah. But you he'll, know? he'll find out. He'll find out. <laughs> he'll, oh, we all find out, you know? Uh, but it just has that pew, pew, pew sound to it, which, uh, I, I find really fun. But then there's also just like. Uh, the way MC Ride, I believe his name, it just like the way he raps is just so aggressive and it's so yeah. in your face. It's it's like kind of like a very aggressive like homeless person yelling at you, <laughs> uh, but they put like a dope beat behind it. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah! I only like it when homeless people yell at me when there's a beat. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Because then then it's like an experience. Then I will give them money because I'm at a concert. Why are you closed? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I feel like uh, Beethoven wouldn't feel very threatened and would also (laughs) not understand the lyrics. Like one of of the lyrics in the song, he's like, Bitch, Slayer! Rain and blood. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh yeah, no, you know, rain and blood. That's the Slayer song, but I don't think Beethoven would understand that because he don't doesn't think know. Catch the reference? Yeah, I don't think we catch all the references. You know, 
Like, uh, uh, but yeah, no, I think, I think also like the mosh pit would just like, like rip his puffy shirt and he would be very pissed off by that. (laughs) He'd Uh, be wigless in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like a a lot of the lyrics of like the chorus or like the pre-chorus is just like, get him. And I feel like, (laughs) I feel like Beethoven would just like be like, I feel like I'm him. You know, like I, I don't understand. Get me, get me. (laughs) And then like, I love, there's a moment in the song. It's two minutes and 30 uh, seconds into it where it's like, uh, like the the artist like kind of does like this like lyricism where it's like oh but tell us how you really feel you know like sort of <laughs> thing where it's like an outside perspective and the beat kind of drops off for a second just for it to come back in even harder and then it's yes. just like get him get him uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's my my second song for Beethoven would hate this so uh, my third song. Um, is one that I've been actually trying to weasel my way in here for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called A Brief Article Regarding regarding Time Loops by mm. a band called The Callous Dow Boys. Oh, yeah. You told I've, me. Told, I've told you about them before. Yeah. Um, they're a, a band from, I want to say, Georgia. Um, I didn't write it down, so I don't know for sure, but I want to say Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's off their new album. came out this year. It's called Celebrity Therapist. Oh. There's so many elements to this song that individually Beethoven might like. Mm-hmm. Um, he might like the syncopation. Uh, he might like the uh, varied instruments or like how intricate various different instrumentations are, you mm-hmm. know? He would hate when all of it combines together into this like super chaotic metalcore track. <laughs> <laughs> it starts off with basically just a bunch of noise. Like it starts off just very chaotic. Yeah. Um and and they have a a chick who plays the electric violin, the fiddle, the electric mm. fiddle. Nice. Um and and she runs it through a pedal board to where it just makes the most like shrill, dissonant, evil sounds that Hell come out of yeah. it. It's super cool. Nice. Um but there's this one there's this one part uh, I remember specifically uh, and I think I talked to you about this earlier this week uh, where, where there's some songs that I've literally had the thought before like oh Beethoven would hate this mm-hmm. uh, this is one of those songs like well before this playlist was a thing well before it was just like I, I just remember being like oh man like like Bach would hate this you know what I mean like they'd all hate this shit yeah um, but there's this one there's this one part where they kind of they, they, they everything kind of drops out and it goes into like a pre-recorded dialogue of of um, a chick talking about like experiencing deja vu and all this other stuff. I don't remember exactly what it is uh, because right after that, you forget all about it because they go into the best breakdown just like briefly. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, <laughs> nice. Um, and like I said, just evil fiddle the whole time too. Just like, just like, she does like real long drawn out notes. It's real cool. Hell yeah. Uh, Beethoven would not be about it. Nah, nah. Um, great song. We'll listen to it in a second. You'll hear it. Yeah, no, I'm excited to listen to it. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your next one? My next one is Marshall. I'm so happy that we've reached this moment in this episode because I have been dying to tell you about this song <laughs> since I found it. It is called "Where's My Jewel" by Full Tack <laughs> and Little Merico. Little, sorry, Little Merico. I think that's her name. Uh, uh, you can at me on Twitter, and I will Marico? apologize. No, like, like Maricon? <laughs> no, 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 that, <laughs> not, not a, a Maricon. Not what they call me at work. Um, what, <laughs> no, when I, uh, what this song is, Marshall, is uh, so Full Tack, I believe, is like the the musical producer. 
And okay. Uh, uh, Lil Mariko, uh, she's uh, the vocalist, kind of okay. rapper on this on this song. Uh, and she has her own like solo album that's got some cool tracks on it. But like the beat is very simplistic, but it's very menacing in its tones that it builds. Like I would say, like it sounds like a song you would hear for like Ghost Mane or like one of those like screamo like rappers. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, oh, I'm so evil. You know, mm-hmm. like. But it starts off with this girl, uh, little, little Mariko, doing this like Valley Girl accent. Like, <laughs> hey, um, have you seen my jewel? I uh, <laughs> I just handed it to you, right? And you handed it back to me, right? No, I just. I can't find it. And uh, and the, the track just keeps building. Right? Like, just like. Dun, dun, dun. And then, and, like, it just goes into, like, a, oh, like, where's my jewel? Where's my jewel? So not cool. Where's my jewel? Oh, my and, God. And then it gets to this point where she's like, is that it behind the couch? No. Fuck. And then she just screams, "Where? where's my jewel? Like, like, oh. like full screamo, like, where's my jewel? <laughs> And then, like, literally, she gets to the point before the second chorus where she's like yelling of like, if I if I find that you have it, like, I'm going to shove it down your fucking throat. You know, like, just like it's, it's peak nicotine cravings. Like, I found the song and I was just like, oh, like, you know, if Man, I want to hit my jewel. <laughs> this is going in your head if you are uh, stuck on the tarmac. Like, oh like, God, like yeah. and you're just like, you can't move. You can't go. Where the fuck's my jewel? I just want to hit some nicotine. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's a moment uh like before that second chorus comes in where there's just this guitar riff that I love so much. Cause I feel like it's the audible version of seeing red. You oh know? really? Like it just really kind of like amps up the thing. It only shows up once. It's not like a recurring thing or anything like that, but it's just this like kind of like menacing riff right before the second chorus. And she's screaming, where's my jewel? Uh, and I think like Beethoven would hate this song mostly because like I, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty weird of a song, but also he would just be very disturbed by this, by this chick, by this chick who's just screaming, where's my jewel. And he doesn't, <laughs> once again, he doesn't understand the concept of what a jewel is. <laughs> well, I think he he probably thinks that uh uh the someone popped the sapphire out of her tiara. Right. Where's my jewels? Where's my jewel? My, my jewel. My the the W in the middle. A jewel. Yeah, the a singer. Jewel. Where's jewels? <laughs> she said she'd be here. Uh, uh, Family jewels. That was a reality show once. Yeah, I think so. Reference. Hey, we're on top. Anyways, but that's uh oh oh, and then uh, uh you know twist ending, Marshall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jewel was in her pocket the whole time. Well, yeah, yeah. It's in your pocket or on your lap. So, <laughs> yeah. but anyways, that was my song. Where's my jewel? I love it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Marshall, what do you what do you got next? Uh, the next song I have. This is a shocker, folks. But Beethoven would hate this. Oh no! It's a uh, it's the blue by Acid Bath. Ooh. Uh, it's off their album When the Kite String Pops from 1994. Mm. And for genre, I wrote heavy as fuck. Because um, Acid Bath, they're like a 90s metal band that's kind of, uh, they're, they're so they're from Louisiana, which is already kind of like a wild card for a metal band, I feel like. Boys, how? Oh, yeah. Um, and this is the song that, show, that that got me into like screamy vocals. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. Like it, it wasn't until like a year and a half, two years ago, I really listened to screamy. I listened to a lot of really heavy music, but yeah. I really, I, I didn't mind yelling, but I didn't really listen to a lot of screamy. Like, like sometimes I would listen to Mastodon, and that was about as screamy as I would get. Sure. Um, 
and acid bath they they converted me um and so Beethoven uh, would not be a fan because they're an incredibly heavy band, and and they do. Uh, I guess I guess he might be interested in the fact that they do kind of like almost movements in this song. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts off and it's very doom. It's very just like slow. The riff is just boom. No, I did that wrong. But the riff is very <laughs> slow and very heavy. Um, very good riff. Um, and then like it gets into like thrash. It gets into like death metal. It gets into like sludge. Like they just they just kind of like are willing to. To just like do what they need to in the moment to make the song drive forward. The song never gets old, even though it's kind of a long song because they're constantly just switching it up in really interesting ways. Nice. Um, the other reason they probably wouldn't like Acid Bath is because Acid Bath was a '90s metal band, uh, which means they were super edgy. <laughs> um, like edgy in what way? Like would their Twitter get canceled? Um, I don't think they'd get canceled or anything. They're not. They're not. They're not like 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 racist or vile. Um, um, I mean, they're pretty vile, but uh, you know. Uh, so I've listed some ways they're edgy, actually. So uh, the the album cover is Pogo the Clown. Oh, uh, which is John Wayne Gacy's clown yeah. character. And and when I was looking at the picture, yeah, on the cover. I zoomed in on it, um, and it says Pogo on them, so that confirmed it for me, because I wasn't positive it was Pogo. But I looked in the bottom right-hand corner, and it might be one of those paintings John Wayne Gacy did in prison. It's got, like, his name in the corner. And it's like, I'm interested in true crime and stuff like that. I'm real interested in what makes people tick, but I think that it's also real important to be just kind of tasteful about it and not, like, ever put, like, victims' families in a weird situation or, like, actively monetarily support a serial murderer from prison. Um, yeah, which, like, like, they've made laws now because of John Wayne Gacy selling his paintings in prison. But, you know. I, um, I, I agree with that sentiment. Like, I didn't watch the new Dahmer show with, like, Evan Peters in it. Because I really hate when we try and make serial killers sexy. Right, exactly. You know, like, I, I think serial killers should be portrayed as they are. Dumpy fucks. Yeah, it's like, I think they're very interesting. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't respect them in any way. Yeah, I don't find them interesting. I find the circumstance that created Correct. the monster interesting i don't necessarily like the monster so like they th- that's not the only way that they're kind of edgy though it kind of shines through in their lyrics a little bit too um oh, so yeah. the song's called the blue um i'm pretty sure it's uh, uh he keeps talking about falling in love with the sun and stuff like that uh don't really uh it's pretty cool uh, but there's this one <laughs> part in the song uh where he just yells several times over uh, eat my dead cock i say yo he screams it uh, he screams it real heavy oh no it's um, dead and it's in kind of a yeah, yeah so he's like eat my dead cock eat my dead cock and then it goes back through a verse um and then when it would come back to the same refrain where you're expecting him to yell eat my dead cock this time he says eat my cold shit um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's no. like they are edgy of like I said I give them kind of a pass because it's really good like if you're into like metal I definitely recommend you check out Acid Bath particularly this song because this song covers all the bases of like what they're capable of as a band so well like they hit so many different notes and so many different beats and it is a chunk more brazen than like what i really like to see in a lot of this stuff um um but you have to keep in mind they're from the 90s like gushers commercials oh, and that was the last wild yeah yeah that was the last thing i wrote on this whole little segment was a uh, you got to forgive them cuz gushers commercials so... <laughs> I think OJ got off the same way. Does the gusher fit? No, it does not. (laughs) If anything, it gushes. Oh, nice. He's just got one on each finger. (laughs) Sitting in the courtroom. (laughs) 
Okay. My next song? Is that where you're going to ask me, Marshall? Yes, because otherwise I was going to make us talk about the SNL OJ episode, and we're already way too deep into this episode. Yeah, that's a whole other, (laughs) that's a one-off in the future. But uh, all right, well, my next song, uh, Marshall, is a song called Anime Bitch. Oh, fuck yeah. By (laughs) Woochie. Woochie and uh, Taviar. I think it's like Caviar, but with a T. Uh, so Woochie is uh, <laughs> a kid from uh, from Sweden. Uh, he's got like two songs out, uh, and this is one of them. Uh, the beat is very repetitive. Uh, it it uh, <laughs> so like pretty much Woochie. Uh, the 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 song he like he has this very repetitive beat that sounds like a cartoon character trying to be sneaky. Okay. So it's like do 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 do, and then like. During one of the rest of the beats, they play like a uh, sort of like uh, modulated sexual noise from like an anime character. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, so it's a very simplistic beat. So I don't think, <laughs> I don't think Beethoven would like it just because it's so simplistic. You know, just give Wuchi a chance. Once he once he stops listening to Death Grips, ironically, he's gonna really grow. He's gonna take off. Yeah, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> So Wuchi, uh, I, I, most of his like lyrics are just buck wild. I think Beethoven wouldn't like it. Uh, uh, one song or one party is like, uh, "Eat a pussy like a dish. Pussy smell like rotten fish. Kill that puss, uh, pussy with my dick. Smell my feet and beat my meat." Um, so I feel like he wouldn't get that part in a way. Uh, also, I feel like if if your girlfriend's, uh, you know, uh, 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 smelling like rotten fish. Go to a doctor. Go to think of something uh, uh, other than, you know, just talking about it in a, in a rap song. You know, like be a helpful person, Wuchi. You don't think you don't think Beethoven was a, a total fucking freak? <laughs> no. OK. No, I think he was on some real incel shit. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) now I'm just kidding. Beethoven, if you're listening to this, we love you. (laughs) If you're listening to this from the third tier of hell. (laughs) Yeah, this is probably this is probably his hell uh, in a way. Uh, But yeah, there's a lot of references to anime. I don't think he's ever seen an anime, so I don't think he would like it. You know, there's a lot of uh, Dragon Ball and Naruto and Yu-Gi-Oh, but I don't think he's seen any of that shit. Probably you know? not. Yeah, and uh, he's just read the manga. <laughs> also, like I do like the song a lot. It it just kind of runs out of steam. Like yeah, the, the how song, long is it? It's it, I want to say it's like maybe two to three minutes. But like, <laughs> there's no big finish to the song. It's the same beat over and over again. And these guys do like I think uh, I think <laughs> Taviar or whatever is like I think he's a better rapper than Wuchi. <laughs> but I uh, I I think like. Beethoven would be very pissed off because there's no like big ending to it. There's no like ah, and then we culminate to the the final thing. It just kind of all right, and then uh, we can't ran out of raps. I'm done rapping. Yeah, I'm done rapping. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's it for anime bitch by Wuchi. Uh, Wuchi. Uh, uh, Marshall, uh, are you on your final song now? I'm on my final song. Oh, I hope it's a good one. I wrote a little thing. Oh, um, you write. <laughs> I can. Uh, okay. Don't ask. Yeah, I never um, do. So okay, so for my last track, it is really funny you you, you brought it up earlier because for my last track, I was like, you know what, B 
Beethoven would really hate. I was like, he would really hate death rap. Yeah. And so immediately I just started looking up Ghostmane songs. <laughs> immediately I just listened to a shit ton of Ghostmane uh, for no real reason other than I was like, Beethoven would hate all of this. I haven't found one song of these that Beethoven would like. Oh, yeah. Um, and then before I added this one that was all about bitches onto my playlist, I was like, let me do a thing. And I went into the search function in Spotify and I searched Beethoven sucks. <laughs> and then I clicked over to songs and I just kind of kept scrolling until I found, and I found this one called a uh, R.I.P. Beethoven. You would have loved Polo G. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you would have loved Polo the sport. So I think there's like a hypothetical comma after Polo. So it's like addressing Beethoven as G. Oh, yes. Um, yes um, gotcha. And I think I, I, I assumed, so like I said earlier, uh, I don't ingest lyrics very well. Of course, uh, immediately countered that by remembering Eat My Dead Cock and Eat My Cold Shit. Um, but uh, I didn't listen to the lyrics super, super in-depth on this one. Uh, I, I assumed it was about Polo Brand. Yeah, clothing. I think so, yeah. Um, and it's by a band called, or a, a group, or an individual, a rapper called yeah. Awful Party. Nice. Uh, came out this year. Okay. It was a single. Okay. There was a second song on the single release, so I think it was technically a double, uh, but it was listed <laughs> as a single under albums. Um. Oh, yeah, and so and so I, I, I saw R.I.P. Beethoven, and like it didn't show me the rest of the track because that was just too many characters on my yeah. phone. Um, so I clicked on it, and... And like the beat came in, and I thought it was a death rap song because the way the beat starts, it sounded very kind of ghost main e esque. Interesting. Um, it's not. It's not. Death <laughs> rap. It's just. A, it's, it's honestly pretty. It's a pretty good rap track. Um, I found them kind of recently, and then have been listening to um a lot of wildlife by Law Dispute because yeah. <laughs> I've been sad. Um, <laughs> and so and so uh, I haven't checked them out yet, but honestly, I do. I do like this track. Um, and I, I, I do intend on checking them out in the future. Um, mm. But it's pretty cool. Uh, uh, it, it, I just thought it encapsulated. Uh, I love that it's just R.I.P. Beethoven, out the gates. You know what I yeah. mean? It's very, I was just like, oh, he'd hate this because it reminds him he's dead. <laughs> 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 yeah, I hate when I, when people tell me, hey, you're dead. I was like, oh, fuck, I am. Oh, shit, I'm Bruce Willis. Oh, no. <laughs> So that's my last song. R.I.P. Beethoven, you would have loved Polo, G. Nice. Well, my last song, also in the, the rap wheelhouse. But here's the problem, Marshall. I found this song, and I don't know if I can call it a song. Oh. Just because it's so bad. Uh, it's real bad. The The song I'm, I'm talking about, of course, as you guys all know, it is HTTPS colon slash forward slash forward slash www.yourmom.com uh by coda but it's k the little o with like the uh the, the, the slash in it oh the slash yeah not it. the umlaut the like the slash like the swedish wow. thing yeah Wuchi didn't have that well, yeah, he didn't have a, any sort of slash or uh, uh, umlaut or anything. But his girlfriend does have a yeast infection. Well, so. well, he, it's funny that you bring up girlfriends because this guy can't stop talking about his girlfriend. So here's the thing. <laughs> this, this song, I want to say it's a freestyle, right? Oh. It's a freestyle where the lyrics are trash and the beat is trash. But goddamn, is this not the funniest fucking thing I've heard in a while? So okay, so I know it's different because that one was like intentionally written to be funny. But is it like is it like like uh, Jesus is the one? I got depression levels of funny. Yeah, in a way. So it's like the the beat starts off, and then he he talks about he's like, all right, freestyle, take three. 
<laughs> the first two were busts. Yeah. And so he literally just gets up there and he starts talking about how his girlfriend makes pornographic content. His words. He says pornographic content. And then he 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 gloats about how hot his girlfriend is, but he's not the guy in the videos with her. But he's not jealous. It's a freestyle that's cock his, crap. Yeah, so cuz uh, that's how it starts off, you know? And oh then my he, God. he he then goes on to be like, I'm not jealous, you know, like uh, I I got a you know big dick, you know, like that <laughs> sort of thing. It's not that my dick's small. That's not why I'm not in it. You know, I'm fine. But, I'm fine. Yeah, and then he's like, you're the one watching it, you know, and then <laughs> and then he and then he talks about his his dad leaving, but then he's like, hey, he didn't leave. He just went to the uh, he went to work. And then he's like, I don't like calling my dad when he's at work because it's very echoey. He lives in like an industrial uh, or he works in like an industrial warehouse. And then he's like, I I wonder if there's a phobia for that. I'm afraid of echoes. And then he Google searches acousticophobia, but he puts in like the typing. And then he does a fun effect where he's like afraid of echoes. And then just the echoes, echoes. That's uh, honestly so much better. I thought I thought when you said that he calls his dad his work and it's echoey in an industrial area, I thought his dad was going to be the guy banging his girlfriend. No. <laughs> oh, Marshall. Oh, there's so many twists and turns in this. So, so I'm not wrong. No, you're not, not yet. Yeah, yeah. So, so then, <laughs> then he does a couple of shouts out, uh, shout outs. You know, so he shouts out his buddy Evan, and I was like, oh, that's really funny because one of our mutual friends, Evan, hit me up that uh, today. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, our buddy uh, Skull. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, uh, but I was like, oh, shit, I got a buddy, Evan, too. And then he's like, oh, also shout out to Squid Ears on Discord. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, but not Mateus. I don't like Mateus. Wow. Yeah. So he's already starting beef, right? It's dark. And then he gives a shout out to his mom. And then he gives a shout out to his girlfriend, not the one who makes pornographic content. He's like, she's a different girlfriend. Well, actually, she doesn't know she's my girlfriend. This guy's just a simp. This guy pays an OnlyFans girl to and calls yeah. him his girlfriend. And then there's another girl that he stalks and calls her. This guy's just a simp. Yeah. And then he ends the song where he's like, I, I, I just thought this would be funny. And I was like, yeah, man, <laughs> it was. I can't wait to listen I, to this I had song. A great I cannot time. wait to listen to this song. I think Beethoven would be pissed by this song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would like it at all. I think he would be very upset. Like cuz it's like it's it's just such a it, like I said the, the the music aspect of this track is lacking so much. It is uh, uh there's a there's a moment in Eric Andre's show where they do American Ninja rapper. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a great bit. Yeah, and so, but Danny Brown gets on there, and his first lyrics of his freestyle was blindfolded, is like, oh, oh my God, this beat is trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> legit, it's the same beat that's in this song. <laughs> like, it's, I'm sure it's not, like, verbatim the same beat, but it is the same, like, percussion and, like, oh bass to God, it. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Yeah, and so, uh, but yeah, so. <laughs> this beat is trash. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm about to bust my ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he falls into a bunch of mousetraps. Yeah. 
but yeah, no. So uh, that concludes my part. Thank you, Coda, for the uh, the the URL. I also think Beethoven would be, just be like pissed off because of the uh, the URL because he doesn't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, because what's a what's a what is that? Uh, well, Marshall, I think that's going to be the end of our show today. Uh, uh, folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we had a great time. I hope you learned a little bit about Beethoven and the things that he enjoys. And the things that Marshall and I enjoy is that other people on the internet <laughs> give one star reviews to. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, no, we had a great time. Uh, be sure to like us on all the social medias. Uh, you can find us at Twitter and Instagram at Eardrunk. Uh, you can also email us if you have any ideas for segments or. Uh, Remember when you tweet at us, uh, we are at Elon Musk with the blue check mark. Yep, that's us. That's us. Uh, we got that one for uh, only eight bucks. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, be sure to follow us. Uh, hit us up uh, with uh, ideas for uh, playlists or, hey, if we fucked up anything and you want to let us know, that would be appreciated. We always like learning and growing here on the podcast. Uh, you can also find our playlist on Spotify. Uh, be sure to listen to them. Give them a like. Give them a heart. Uh, uh, tell us which one you liked more. We'd the love one to... who uh, gets less likes this week uh, has to wear mayonnaise shoes. And we still have to walk into the poll? Yeah, at work. Uh, at work. Hey. Yeah. Oh, God. I hope it's casual Friday. Uh, <laughs> well, and also, Marshall, uh, we want to give a special Big old thank, thank you, you to J.W. Francis for letting us use the song Lo-Fi off the album We Share a Similar Joy. Uh, man, J.W.'s putting out a lot of stuff uh, as of today, which will be uh, uh, way in the future uh, for other people. But he just dropped his new song, uh, Dream House, off, off the upcoming album Dream House. <laughs> and uh, it's... Honestly, Marshall, I really love the song. It's kind of like audibly, it's like putting on a warm sweater out of the dryer. Like you just feel so cozy. His listening music to it. is so pleasant. It's so nice. It's just like it's just it's so easy to just like sit down and listen to it and just get enveloped. And that sweater was a great metaphor, honestly. Yeah, it's just I'm so just cozy describing, and I'm nice. just using blanket terms now. Yeah, <laughs> blanket also good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, JW is great. Be sure to uh, check out all of his uh, uh, music and uh, follow him on Instagram. He posts a lot of like just like really nice things that just kind of you know, uh, very heartwarming. He's a, he's a nice guy as are we, but ladies and gentlemen, that is the <laughs> end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Zach Webb and I'm Marshall and have a kick-ass day. Kick-ass day.